This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, August 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Harvey floods threaten livestock. Dairy group. You are what you eat doesn't include cows. William Lesher, a renowned lobbyist and former USDA leader, dies from fall. President Donald Trump is expected to arrive in Texas today to view firsthand the devastation of Tropical Storm Harvey. While flooded streets and urban areas may get most of the attention, the rains and winds are also taking a severe toll on farmers and ranchers. Cattle caught in the rising waters and drenched modules of harvested cotton. There are more than 1.2 million head of beef cattle, about 27% of the state's total in the 54 Texas counties that have been declared disaster due to the storm. Many of those animals are threatened by the torrential rainfall, according to David Anderson, a professor and extension economist at the Department of Agriculture Economics at Texas A&M University. Ranchers did their best in the days ahead of the storm to move what cattle they could to higher ground, but many are still in danger, according to the professor. The first threat is drowning, but after that, ranchers will have to scramble to get food to the drenched survivors. Anderson told AgriPulse, I think you have to figure that most of them stayed where they were. It's a disaster. USDA wants to help. It's going to be a scramble to save the cattle and flooded pastures or feedlots in the days to come, and USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, APHIS, wants to help. Whether it's beef cattle or house pets, acting undersecretary Kevin Shea said APHIS officials are coordinating with the Texas Animal Health Commission to help livestock producers who were in the path of the storm. Because rain is expected to continue in the region for the next several days, APHIS has additional staff on standby to provide support should the situation escalate and affect more livestock operations, the agency said in a statement released yesterday. In addition to manpower, APHIS has boats and aircraft that are fueled and ready to assist not only with evacuations of people and their pets, but also to help deliver food and other supplies to stranded livestock to ensure their welfare until floodwaters recede. Should it be necessary in the coming days, APHIS has the expertise to assist with carcass removal and disposal as well. Dairy Group you are what you eat, saying doesn't include cows. The National Milk Producers Federation wants to make it absolutely clear to the USDA that dairy products should not be considered biotech products if they came from a dairy cow that ate genetically modified feed. The group's comments came in a letter to USDA's Agriculture Marketing Service, which is in the midst of writing the rule on the National Bioengineered Foods Disclosure Standard that was signed into law last year. The law states clearly that any type of disclosure or labeling is not needed on food solely because the animal consumed feed produced from, containing, or consisting of a bioengineered substance. The USDA still included a question of the published list that asked how it should craft language and the regulations acknowledging that animals consuming bioengineered feed are exempt from the disclosure requirement as bioengineered solely because they were fed on bioengineered feed. National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO Jim Mulhern simply said that dairy foods are not genetically modified products and therefore there is nothing to label. 
The group went on to stress that more than 60 countries that have biotech labeling laws do not require labels for meat or milk from animals that ate genetically modified feed. Commerce delays decision on Canada softwood lumber case. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross announced late yesterday that he has put a hold on the final ruling from the anti-dumping investigation in Canada's softwood lumber exports. Secretary Ross said, I remain hopeful that we can reach a negotiated solution that satisfies the concerns of all parties. This extension could provide the time needed to address the complex issues at hand and to reach an equitable and doable suspension agreement. William Blesher, a renowned lobbyist and former USDA leader, dies from fall. William G. Lesher, a former Assistant Secretary of Agriculture for Economics, who went on to found a successful agribusiness lobbying firm, died August 25th after a fall that exacerbated his multiple myeloma. He was 71. Lesher earned a doctorate in agriculture economics from Cornell and joined the staff of then-Senator Richard G. Luger, a Republican of Indiana, as legislative assistant for agriculture. He later became chief economist of the Senate Agriculture Committee and served at USDA during the first term of the Reagan administration. In 1985, he and the late Richard E. Ling, who later would become Secretary of Agriculture, founded the food and agriculture consulting firm that would later become the Lesher and Russell and is now the Russell Group. In 2011, Lesher became executive director of the Global Harvest Initiative, retiring in 2012. Funeral services will be held at 10 a.m. September 6th at Colonial Funeral Home, 201 Edwards Ferry Road, Northeast in Leesburg, Virginia. The family suggests contributions to the Multiple Myeloma Research Foundation in lieu of flowers. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, August 29th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.